Welcome to Seem Better with your hosts, Clayton, Caleb, and Alex. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Seen Better. We are back, back, back on another Tuesday, bringing you the greatest hits since the dawn of time. The best you've ever seen. The best you've ever heard. Seen better. (laughs) (laughs) We should name a podcast after that. We should. (laughs) Yes. This week, if you couldn't already tell by that iconic laugh... (laughs) We've got Spencer. Yeah. Special guest this week, Spencer. Okay, that's wait, wait, wait. me. Okay, hold up. At the end of the last <laughs> episode, <laughs> you did this weird, like, trying to hint at who was going to be on the show. Did I? Yeah. And I still have no idea what you mean. <laughs> what? Wait, what? I don't know. I'd have, I'd have to go back and re-listen. Oh, I said past tense, not a girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? I still don't know what that means. Do you get it, Alex? You get it though, right? I I think you might need to explain. Well, I get, that I get the Boyd part, but I don't understand the Spencer. No, I think yeah, it's because got it. Past tense, not a girl. Oh, Boyd. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Past okay. tense. There's a D on there. Oh boy, I've been Boyd. Wow. Yeah. That that is. I, I wish I was there for that. That that you would should be... have been. Let's re-record that episode. <laughs> okay. Okay. We today this episode we are talking about plague dogs <laughs> again. <laughs> again, Spencer, why don't you tell your listeners about yourself? Okay. Yeah. Thirty uh, seconds. Thir- Thirty seconds. Wow. Okay. Well, I was born in Ellensburg, raised in Cleelum. We moved over here into the Wenatchee Valley in uh, 2013. I've been here ever since. I've had quite quite the quite the story. And uh, yeah, I I don't that know. That was quite I'm the here. story. I'm here. I'm alive, and well. That's good. I think. That'd be concerning if you weren't alive. Yeah, I I'm pretty sure I'm alive. Yeah. That's yeah. I can concur. Okay. Well, you're missing one pretty big piece about your story. What? what was How it? a lot of your life revolves around Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Well, from from a very young age, I've actually been. Uh, I've been impersonating or impersonating, however you say it, <laughs> Gollum and, and Smeagol. So I, I, yeah, I can do that that voice. And coincidentally, this is our first episode to have video. Hey, <laughs> demonstrate. <laughs> demonstrate. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. Okay. All right. Yeah. No video. Unfortunately, no. you you won't see me on the floor doing a a Gollum crawl across. It's great. Yep, we might see you on the Instagram though, so stay tuned <laughs> for that. <laughs> wow. You put yep. up the hidden camera, right? Yeah. The, the yeah. hidden camera. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's all hidden. Well, welcome to episode 41. This week it's we are talking number. about what? It's a big number. Almost. Oh. The greatest number. Almost. 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 46? No. <laughs> <laughs> Even closer. What? 45 a little closer 44 a little closer 43 a little closer 42 yeah yep. that's the best that's the best number yeah it's the yeah. answer to the greatest question yeah 
what psalm is the best? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was, that's why I was going. I was like, oh, yeah, 46. 46. Uh, yeah. Wow. 42 is the answer to the universe. It yeah. is? Yep. It's the answer to life, the universe, mm-hmm. and everything. Is this, you, is this if any of you listeners have ever, ever wondered, you know. Yeah. 42. 42. Your life is fixed. Yeah. Yeah, a stack of Minecraft. <laughs> that's, that's 64. <laughs> <laughs> or 16, depending on the item. It's true. Or eight. Yeah, it's true. Eight? That's true. Like that's beds. true. Yeah. Beds going no, stack bed, eight? What? Beds aren't stackable. Testing you, Spencer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Today we're actually talking about Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, anyway, as I was saying, 40, 41. Yes. yes. Um, Episode 41. Yes, we are discussing the Fellowship of the Ring. Rings. Ring? The Fellowship Ring. of the Ring. Rings. Yeah. I would also like no. to add Ring. that Ring. Uh, Alex is, in fact, here. He Hi. is. He's, <laughs> he's been very quiet. He's we been have, researching me. We have yeah. not replaced him with Spencer. No. For all no. of those who are worried. No, Spencer just issued a challenge and i'm working on it <laughs> he's yeah. been trying to find my old youtube channel uh don't try and find yep. it. yep link will be down below <laughs> <laughs> once alex finds it <laughs> well actually all of us technically most re- recently watched the extended edition oh yeah uh, this night. is my first time watching this extended edition um actually i've watched like almost all of the extended editions within the last month uh, which is odd how that all kind of coincided to talking about Lord of the Rings now. But we watched the extended edition, which is just about 30 minutes longer than the theatrical runtime. Is run it only 30 minutes? For this, for this movie. So the extended runtime is 3 hours and 28 minutes theatrical, 2 hours 58. For the two towers, it's uh, 2 hours 59 minutes versus 3 hours and 43, so that's about 45 minutes longer. The Return of the King is 50 minutes longer. So 50 or 15? 50. 50. Yeah, 50. 50 with a D. 5-0. 5-0. Yeah, that one's a, that one's a grind. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. worth it, though. It is. It's the best one, in my opinion. Well, yeah. Honestly. Honestly. This movie oh, came out in 2001. <laughs> so this episode, we're going to be doing something a little bit different. Instead of us just flapping our gums for an hour about yeah. a movie. We're not going to be talking. Yeah, it's going to be completely silent. You, the listener, are going to be talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, about the and movie. And we listen. No. Maybe well, Smeagol will come out and say hi. Yeah. Yeah. What we are actually going to be doing, though, is looking at IMDb reviews of this movie. Mm. But we're not going to be looking at the 10 out of 10 reviews. <gasps> what, what reviews are we going to be looking at? And we're not going to be looking at the 1 out of 10 reviews. Not the 1 out of 10. What? We're going to be looking at the... Are there even any one out of ten reviews? Oh yeah, what? for this movie? Yeah, there's like fifty thousand reviews on the website. So there's somebody who put this series in a one out of ten. Yeah. See the reason? Okay, we're doing five out of tens <laughs> because with ten out of tens, you just get oh this movie's great. Yeah. And that's it. And then with one out of tens, they just say oh this movie's bad. And there's neither of them have really good reasoning. Yeah. Or a lot of thought put into their comments. That's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> They're just like my opinion. Yeah. Period. Yeah. So you're doing five um, out of ten from five out of ten from IMDb. Yep. The yeah. So there's twenty six thousand <clears throat> five star reviews. There's seven hundred sixty thousand ten star, and thirty one thousand one star. Two, 31, three, and four star people are stupid. 
it's a it's a bad disease, but people have it. Well, there's an extra mm. seven okay. seven and a half two star nine and a half three star and thirteen thousand four star. Wow, I'm gonna see need to see a graph. So it's mm. pretty weighted in one direction. Jeez. Oh yeah, well because it's right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah. is a good movie. It, yeah, it's a great movie. But some people think not so. So we listen to their reasoning. We their listen opinions. to their wonderings, ponderings, yeah. and their questionings, okay. and we examine their hearts. Yeah, <clears throat> and we'll prove that they're wrong because they are. They are. <laughs> Just it's a fact. They're wrong. Yes. If for all you listeners who didn't know, Spencer has a background in film. He has been a director of massive hits for the past forty years. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. He directed such. Stellar I, no, no gems <laughs> as Jaws, as I'm sure most of you oh, yeah. know. Yeah. I was there. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's it's spelled differently though. It's uh, G I A U Z. Also directed Inter Spencer. <laughs> Space movie. <laughs> Inter Spencer. I would I would watch that. I didn't realize the B was lowercase on IMDb. You didn't realize that? No. Yeah. Wow. Why well, did now? But what does it stand at, for? International I, Movie Department of Beauty. The Bureau. Oh. The Bureau of in- Investigation. Federal Bureau of Investigation. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I am BD, right? Or is it DB? DB. DB. Database. DB. Database. Yeah. Image database? Oh, yeah. Internet movie database. Wow. So okay. the B is lowercase, so You're right. because it's not real. Dang, that is crazy. None of that was into the microphone. And CNN stands for our that's, cable news yeah. network. Okay. Mm. Mm, that's good. All right. I'm glad you pulled up that graph because there's like a, I mean, most of the reviews are like four and five stars. It dips down towards two, and then there's a little bit of a spike again at the one stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think a good number of the reviews are just out of spite. There's almost, oh my goodness, my math cannot. Uh, there's almost four times as many one star than there is two star. Yeah, yeah. So but like, who rates a movie two stars? Like, what does that even mean? I honestly, <laughs> yeah. I, I I guess I could see that. Like a two star, like there's some something redeeming about it. But I mean, one scene that you liked. Yeah. And the rest of the movie is hot garbage. Yeah. I could, yeah. I could see that being the reasoning for a two-star review. Hmm. All right, but let's get, actually get into some reviews. That's a good idea. Yeah. So this uh, review is two paragraphs. So I'll just do the first paragraph first. Okay. In case he goes into something else in the second one and we don't forget. I'm taking care of you guys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah gotcha. Yeah, 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 gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> And do you have ones picked out, or are we just going to go like randomly? Let's just go going randomly. Just I haven't looked at these. Oh, sick! Oh, wow! Oh, okay. <laughs> really fun. Yep, off the cusp. All right, this is from S. W. Lamboy. Oh. Two thousand five. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right, here we go. Trying to be as objective as possible from the standpoint of one of the quote unquote purist. My humble question is: Did Mister Jackson ever read the books, or more importantly? Mm. Did Miss Walsh ever read the books? She wrote the screenplay. Mm. After all, is it not the responsibility of the true screenwriter to condense and translate, while remaining true to the original works, the written word, to a format suitable for filming? While no one can deny that the cinematography, graphics, special effects, and even the casting, in most cases, 
deserves the highest praise. It is the loss of the true spirit of the literary work that irks me most. Mm. So basically he's saying that what he likes from the book did not translate over to the movie. Yeah. So well, they, they I, I can imagine that what he's talking about there is actually just Tom Bombadil. But, yeah, I was like, they didn't yeah. put Probably. in Tom Bombadil. <laughs> well, and, yeah. and, and how, how are you supposed to portray that cinematic-wise? That's honestly? what I said yeah. last night. And that's, that's the whole thing. Is like, there's no way to actually bring that into movie form because it's such a throw-out character. He's yeah. mentioned once after they, they meet him. And doesn't contribute anything to the story in the book. No, no. In the book, it's it's just like this one scene where they get this glimpse of of like this immensely powerful character who just plays with the ring, and he's just jo- so joyful. And you you have to question what he represents, and the, the the description in that scene as well is just like I could not see any portrayal screen portrayal living up to anybody's imagination in that scene mm-hmm. especially at that time i mean that the, yeah. the cinematography for this movie was just way ahead of its time and it still couldn't have done yes yeah. i don't know how they would do it you'd have to create some new methods and technology to pull that off yeah not on the tom bombadil thing but just translating a movie but a movie from a book you can't get everything exactly right. There's things no. that just won't work, and you have to change things. My guess is this guy sat watching the movie, book open, <laughs> reading the book, and pausing the movie, you know, to catch up. It probably took him like a week to watch the movie. <laughs> but he's just like pouring like over this book. And it's like, oh, that was different. That line slightly changed. That description of that painting on the wall is not there. Where's the painting on the wall? Shut up, Laboy, whatever his name is. <laughs> uh, S.W. Lamboy or Lamboy. 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 What a yeah. Lamboy. Lamboy. I think it's his last name because it's only one B. Okay. But uh, Andy Wilson also kind of brings this up a bit mm-hmm. about why he dislikes The Lord of the Rings. And like, I'm not going to get into an argument with him because he's smarter than I am. <laughs> but like, like the like, movies or the book? He dislikes the, the movies. The movies, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which I feel like his arguments sort of come from a similar place as this. Yeah. That like the magic of the book didn't translate over to the movie. And it's like, well, for one thing, that can't exactly happen because it's two separate mediums that function completely differently. Yeah. And secondly, I think that adaptions, adaptations have to be, they have to be counted on like their own merits, I think. Yeah, for sure. So you have a book that is really great and then the movie just sucks it doesn't ruin the book and conversely you can have a movie that or a a book that is absolutely terrible but somehow has a cult classic and then they make a movie at it and the movie's great and so in my mind there really is no bearing on a connection between source material and adaptation yeah it's like for for princess bride i mean most people that have read the book think that the movie is way better and it's because mm. they they judge it based on its own merits yes yeah. it's, it's like the book yeah the book is going to be different and, and that's always mm-hmm. going to be the case no matter what it, and if you tried to make the the movie exactly like the book it would be way too long and nobody yeah. would want to watch it it'd be like yeah. 10 hours long it's already long, long enough <laughs> it would it would have have to have been like a show and not a movie yeah like exactly. you would have had to have like episodes exactly. and yeah. like a really long show yeah 
it, it would have to be super ongoing and, and you couldn't make it because the actors would age yeah. themselves because <laughs> well, yeah longer uh, f- further than it's, the characters that they play uh, in the in the movies it, it's the, the books, books the what makes the book so magical is it goes into so much detail yeah but that means that it's unfortunately really bad for a movie yeah because there's you can't fit everything in yeah especially the way that Tolkien writes because he writes extensively on all sorts of details mm-hmm. and it, it, honestly it's hard to read if, if you if you're not good at reading yeah. <laughs> are you not well, good like, at reading? I'm I, not very good at reading <laughs> I I was reading or when I read the Lord of the Rings books the first one I was like okay so what's going on I hit like page 300 before stuff started getting interesting oh yeah yeah no it's like, such a fact, slow start the fact that I hit page 300 and I was like halfway through the book and I was like ah that's what this is yeah yeah the yeah. whole part of them like from the beginning of the fellowship of the ring to them getting to rivendell takes place over like 30 years in yeah. the book yeah it's it's, it's crazy. a long time <laughs> it's it's a long time and there's lots of like lots of little details that they go into into super deep focus about like yeah. all of bilbo and frodo's family it like genealogy is basically yeah. explained it's like the book of numbers it really is is like the book of numbers i mean yeah it explains why frodo is even there in the first place yeah and and it also explains like frodo wasn't even going to live in bag end he was going to be in his own house and i bet that's probably one of the details that that this this reviewer is looking for was just you know the fact that he was in his own house but that takes so much time out of the movie mm-hmm. and it, think about attention span for somebody reading a book they're expecting to, to for things to be dragged on a little yep. bit they don't want they don't want the action to be right there but at that period in time for movies you had to get to the action pretty quickly otherwise people would get bored and turn it off yeah you know or they just walk out of the movie theater and you can't like explain genealogies in a movie unless there's a narrator, and yeah. that would just like yeah. ruin Lord of the Rings. That would yeah. absolutely like, ruin. Bilbo- Frodo was a hobbit in the Shire. Or like, just there's have, a little like, of that at the start with Bilbo. Yeah, but I, th- that, I do that. They do that great. Yeah. yeah. No, or you I just did. have like a block of text. Like like unmoving just stays there for like two minutes and you have to read the entire thing. It's either yeah. you pull something like that or you have an entirely different movie explaining what's about to happen oh, in yeah. the other movie. And, and the, <laughs> the funny thing about that is is also Tolkien did that with his own book. He wrote another book explaining the entire backstory yeah. of Middle Earth. Uh-huh. Uh, it's yeah, he's crazy. yeah. It was called Star Wars. <laughs> the similar yes. or something like that. I don't know if I'm Silmarillion. Silmarillion. The the downfall. The downfall of the elves. Yeah, it's a good yeah, book. It was my fault. I I, I spilled the milk. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, Caleb! Not I still again. haven't read it. I haven't gotten through all of the books. It's a big book. It was I'm, it was a fun yeah. read. Yeah. I kind of expected it to be a lot. Like okay, it was kind of that like Tolkien slow, but not as slow as the first. Like Fellowship of the Rings book. Yeah. So yeah. I, I found it really, really enjoyable. Yeah. I find it really interesting that he talks about uh, the movie losing the spirit of the book, but he doesn't mention what the spirit of the book is. Yeah. He's like, 
this this ethereal right. thing that I'm talking about. I don't know what it is, but I'm talking about it. It's missing that. Yeah. Yeah, the spirit of the book, which is literally just the conflict of good and evil, which is very plainly displayed yeah. in the movie. And good and evil book. and lots of corruption. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'll see if there's anything interesting in this second paragraph. While I can forgive the omission of many key characters, the films would have been ten times longer. I cannot forgive the changes made to what motivated the remaining characters, the blatant changes in events and the placement of characters, the addition of scenes and events that never happened in the book, and of who did what, when and especially why. For the quote-unquote purists, I would not recommend these films. You would be utterly disappointed and dismayed. For those who don't care or have never read the books, go. You'll have fun. Enjoy. He ends it on an exclamation point. Yeah. Yeah. Utterly uh-huh. dismayed. <laughs> okay. Wow. This dude's wow. utterly so dismayed. Does does he have something written on The Hobbit? Because if he doesn't, then he didn't finish his job. Because they did the same thing for The Hobbit, right? And yeah. so if he's equally as upset, then there should be another review. Yeah. Well... And I, I I wouldn't be like too interested in whether he reviewed the Hobbit. <laughs> I mean, or not. I kind of because like... that was much later. I don't know if he's like he was even alive for that. You know, he could have been really old and died. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you never know. <laughs> but I, I I mean, I can see. I, I I recently watched all three movies back to back. The only way that you can do it, uh, the extended editions, um, and. There are there are definitely a few changes in the movie that you can tell are there. Uh, that and, and the reason for those is actually just like to save time and money. Yeah. Because yeah. it ultimately the same thing happens. I it's just you know, if they yeah. went on and explained the reason why Saruman died the way that he did in the book, then it would, would it would have taken up like an hour more of screen time it just they couldn't fit everything in and so they just took the easy route of going through the movie of like you know key events happening but Mm -hmm. changing a few of the details to make sure that you know they have enough time to actually get through this Yeah. yeah ultimately it's to move the story along and um, if you read the book, yes, they're amazing. But you'd also know why. Because you read the book and it opens up and it says book one. Yeah. And I'm like, I thought this was a book. But you look book and there's, a there's book. three different quote unquote books in that book. Yeah. And so there's there's so much to go through. And so they have to add in some things or leave out some stuff to move on the story. Otherwise, they will be stuck in this area where they have to add more or take away more. And it just doesn't help it move along at all. Yeah. That was kind of the thing back then because Dune is also written like that. Yeah. That's yeah. multiple books. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... So this this guy's like... Uh, uh, understands the fact that it would take longer. He's like, it'd be like 10 hours. So why, why are you even like acknowledging the fact? Because every, yeah. book, every movie that was a book will be the same way. Except for like maybe Charlotte's Web. Or yeah. something like like a small book, you know. Like, yeah, like yeah. like a short story. Yeah, with, yeah. So he says, "I cannot forgive the changes made to what motivated the remaining characters." But I'm not but sure quite what, what remaining means. characters. I, I don't I, the characters in that the are in the first movie. movie. That that's one thing that I don't understand. Uh, the the motivation is pretty much the same, same. for yeah, the main like, characters, was... like Frodo. Yeah. 
Uh, and, and I will I will say this for portraying Frodo, you there's an entire inner monologue that is written in the book for Frodo because he's writing the story. Yeah. But how are you supposed to portray that in the movie without a narrator? You can't. Mm-hmm. So the fact that people criticize, especially Elijah Wood, for his performance as Frodo, it's like, well, it, he was doing the best that he could. Yeah, with I what think he, he did a stellar job. And he did an amazing job. For, for having for, not a ton of dialogue yeah. and acting mm-hmm. mostly with his eyes. He did it's, a great job. It's, oh, yeah. Especially, <laughs> here's, yeah, the funny thing about that is actually... You know, they had to CGI his eye because he has oh, a really? lazy eye. He does? Yeah. Yeah. What? They had to CGI one of his eyes that's so why it actually looks, looks that's like why he's it, Well, that's why it looks a little right funny thing. sometimes. Yeah. I always just think that he's got, like, massive eyes and that thing. But I remember that it's because they have to, like, edit some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I never knew that. Oh. You know, it was funny that they actually paid attention to, to Elijah Wood and his eyes. But then they completely ignore the fact that half of the time... Uh, What's his name? Um, Legolas. He's not wearing his contacts half the time. So half the time his eyes are yeah, brown. Eyes and color. the other half of the time they're blue. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. 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 That's so funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. there, apparently the set for this movie was super chaotic. Oh my goodness. I would like, believe uh, it. What's and, his and, name? Sean Bean, the actor for Boromir. He was afraid of heights so he wouldn't get in the helicopter. Yeah, he wouldn't fly in the helicopter. To fly to set so he would hike for like two hours to every set yeah. and then act. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah, it, yeah. it was crazy. Also, the, the uh, Vigo Morrison, he would only use an aluminum sword. He would not use a lighter sword. So when you're actually seeing him swinging around it, the reason why it actually looks real is because it's a real yeah. sword. It's, yeah. it's got some weight to it. Who is yeah. that? Uh, uh, Aragorn. Aragorn. Oh. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the second review. All right, review two. And this one's even farther back from 2002. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, this guy has his things numbered, so we're good. We're good. Okay, okay. If I had been given the means and opportunity to make a Tolkien movie, number one, I would have made The Hobbit first. Why in the world did this book not get made first? And honestly, I think that's completely fair. That is is a little fair. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's that whole scene with Bilbo getting the ring when he's younger. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, why is that not? Um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Watson, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and for the people that were born after both mo- mo- both series came out, they're just like, why is that a different person? It's yeah, yeah. Obviously, it, like that's makes why. Sense. it's obvious why. Yeah, because, but like it's like a little <laughs> yeah. sad. Yeah. It, that that's something that they could go back through and refilm and put it back into the movie, but it's been so long. Why would they do that? Yeah, and why would that be worth it? No one, yeah. no one cares. And honestly, <laughs> yeah. there there's enough of a of a similarity between them, and yeah. I think that was intentional. That, that it, it's pretty negligible. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it would have been cool to make the Hobbit first. It would have fit. Yeah. A lot better, I think, but I don't think it's necessarily like an unforgivable sin. Yeah, they didn't do the Hobbit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, I think the Lord of the Rings was so much more popular than the Hobbit, anyways. The fact that they wanted to do the Lord of the Rings first was just because they could get more funding that way. I mean, you think about the Hobbit; it's like you're trying to promote that. People are thinking about the book, and like Tolkien wrote the Hobbit first, 
And so he hadn't really figured out his writing style. So it's actually a lot more boring than the Lord of the Rings. Mm. So it's people would think about the book and they'd be like, oh, it's just going to be another boring movie. Why would we go watch it? Mm. You know? And then my favorite part of the book that absolutely ruined in the movie in uh, Mirkwood. Oh, and Mirkwood with a. The, and Mirkwood in the book is just a super cool set of chapters. It's a really eerie place, and the movie is just woods with some spiders. It's like, yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, he continues on to say, I would have made each Lord of the Rings movie alone and broken the books up into more manageable chunks. Look at the three trilogies of the Star Wars series, for example. Part one of book one could be a movie of its own. I would have been more faithful to the books. Having less material to cover per movie would have allowed this. The Fellowship of the Ring suffers from having to cover too much material. And for all of its attention details, some of the most interesting parts of the book are skipped over. While silly additions like the wizard wrestling scene (laughs) 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 and the the all-seeing eye everywhere in Arwen and Aragorn's romance are allowed in. I cannot claim fanatical fan status. I'm very familiar with The Hobbit, but only just now I'm finishing The Fellowship of the Ring. But for all the amazement and wonder I'm finding in the book, I'm more amazed to find so little that is wonderful about the movie. A great book deserved better. Hmm. Mm. This is an interesting one because yeah. I kind of agree with him, but I like I disagree on the on the end rating. Yeah, because like, I yeah. think it would have been great, like what you were saying, Alex, about making it into a longer series. And I think doing like nine short movies would have been really cool. That would have it would have served the story better. Yes, but like the problem with that is budget. Yeah, exactly. Getting yeah. studio financing. Exactly. It's like That's, the chance well, of that happening is not likely. Yeah. <laughs> have you? Okay, this is a little off. Have you seen the the Middle Earth movies on like the spinoffs on YouTube? No. They have like short films that delve more into like. Oh, I think I've seen those. Yeah. Yeah, they're super cool, and so like there is that more like kind of like branching. Um, story so if people really want it they can find it it's just not necessarily on and like on the the movies it's not like canon lore i guess right and so his his points are kind of valid but also they did what they could with the best time that they could and they were under a time crunch and yeah i mean when you're making an adaptation you gotta give and adapt. take a little bit you gotta yeah adapt. yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can go just all in on serving the story, but then no one's gonna finance it. No one's gonna green light nine movies. Exactly. One. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was the other thing is like they could have done it one by one, seeking financing. But at that point, it's a it's a gamble because you want to be able to finish the whole thing, mm-hmm. and so you want to be able to please them by by being able to finish the whole thing. Because I think it would have been yeah. more disappointing if they started really really well. And then halfway through, they just like lost all funding. Yeah, when and the story gets finish good. the entire story, <laughs> like th- that would be super disappointing. That would be. Yep, they had to strike a balance, and I think they struck a very nice balance. Yes, I do like at least how this guy includes some of the stuff stuff he didn't like. Yeah, but the other guy was just like, "It's not like the book." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This guy's like, "Yeah, the wizard wrestling <clears throat> movie different." Yeah, yeah. no like. Yeah. Yeah. This guy is a better reviewer. Yeah. I agree. I respect like, this man. Yeah. He's like, it's not like the book. And we're like, well, yeah, we could have told you that one. Yeah. And it's like, cool. Uh, here's an interesting one. Well, I'm not going to read this review since it's like seven paragraphs. But 
His title is Lord of the Rings, the video game. I don't know what he means by that, but we'll continue. I on. I might. <laughs> what? <laughs> what Alex? Well, it depends on what game he's talking about, right? So we've got you the have, Lego Lord of the Rings. Well, so it's uh, so the Lord of the Rings. They've got Aragorn's Quest. You've got War in the North. You've got um, Lord of the Rings Online, which was put out by Standing Stone Games, he's but revi- it's now his reviews from by... 2002. If that narrows it down, I played this Lord of the Rings game. I don't know what it was called. I'm gonna find it. <laughs> I remember oh, a Lord of the Rings game on PS2 that I that I played. That was probably coming out around the same time. War in the North is an older one. Aragorn's Quest was another old one. I was talking to you about Aragorn's Quest yesterday. That one slaps. Yeah. It's such a good game. Um. But I've never a, played any. There's a couple. There's um there's some really old like Windows ninety eight ones as well that are like strategy games. Those are really fun. Uh this is by Don Bays from two thousand and four. Two thousand and four, okay. Titled Overrated by Kids. Beware adult viewers. I suspect that most of the glowing reviews for this film come from younger people. My wife and I were about 50 when we saw it and tried to walk out to see something else. We ended up sticking it out and I actually appreciated some elements. I rated this a 5, average. Obviously, I certainly do not think this is one of the best films of all time. To place this in the same category with Citizen Kane, On the Waterfront, Casablanca, Rear Window, The Godfather, and etc. cheapens the list in my estimation, but I guess the kids love it. Okay, okay, hold on, wait a minute. What are those movies? The Casablanca. Okay, no, no, okay. The Godfather. Citizen Kane on the waterfront. Casablanca, Rear Window, and The Godfather. Which I think The Godfather is the most recent of all those. Yeah, and I those are just like great cinematic movies. I I I, I can understand where you're coming from, I, a movie appreciator, where you're not necessarily yeah. looking at like the whole story, but you're looking at like the the cinematography of it the camera motions the mm-hmm. the dialogue that you know stuff stuff that happens um around the making of the movie more than just the the actual story itself yeah i can see where coming on at that angle it's not necessarily the best movie but it was definitely revolutionary for its time i mean they had an entire character that was cgi that's the first mm-hmm. time that that was ever done yeah. in uh, history frodo <laughs> Frodo, yes, and he still yeah. holds up. Twenty-one years later, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's crazy how well they animated and, and CGI'd Gollum in yeah. into the movie. You mean Frodo? Nuts. Yeah, Frodo, <laughs> totally, totally Frodo. Well, his his eyeball, at least, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see where coming from that angle, it would be kind of disappointing. Yeah, because it's especially like The Godfather, Casablanca. Th- those are iconic, just because they're not not necessarily because they're good storyline, but just because of how well they were made. I haven't seen yeah. Casablanca. It's it's a little hard when it's being or not hard. It's it's difficult when it's being pinned up against movies like that. Yeah, but I find it so hard to believe. It's like, oh yeah, we went to go see this in theater and we almost walked out, and I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. Well, those movies How also are, you... are just completely different. They're yeah. in a different. They are they're, different. They're completely zone. Different. They were made for different reasons. Yes. In the Lord of the Rings. Exactly. Lord of the Rings was made to be an epic adventure film. Exactly. You know? And it exceeded at that. Those other films, those are like, they're like historical character yeah studies that's yeah what yeah character studies yeah. yeah 
It's like it's not the same thing at all. So you're comparing apples to oranges. Yeah, exactly. There's no there's no real comparison. There. Yeah, and he's also not mentioning any recent films. I mean, The Godfather was made what late seventies. Other the other movies he mentioned were like fifties and sixties probably. Yeah. So he hasn't. It's like, have you seen any movie from the past fifty Clayton. years? Yeah. He said he was fifty when they went to go see it. Yeah. So it's like, no, he hasn't. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> So that tells me that he's not really all that interested in film. He just looks at the past with rose-tinted glasses. Yes. In the realm of, you know, cinephiles and that whole community, Lord of the Rings is like the messiah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Like, it can do no wrong. <laughs> yeah. Everybody loves it. Yeah. Yep. Well, as far as, like, epic adventure films go, the Lord of the Rings is the standard. everything is is put up against that (laughs) yeah so it's like for people who really like really really appreciate films the lord of the rings is like one of the greatest things ever to them yeah exactly which like i would consider myself a cinephile and i love these movies so (laughs) they're great yeah yeah Uh, let's end on this one five out of ten not bad not good just kind of blah. Long-winded at times, mind-numbingly boring at times, and exciting rarely. Blah. Maybe I'm just not sophisticated or intelligent enough to get it. I think the whole trilogy would make a great two-hour movie for someone who is closed-minded, as myself, who's not endlessly fascinated by Bobbits and Dagnabbits. Oh my goodness. <laughs> was he asleep while he was watching the movie? Oh, wait. Let me read. <laughs> my favorite line in this is, I think the whole trilogy would make a great two-hour movie for someone as close-minded as myself. <laughs> wow. At least he acknowledges it. Like, he does, yeah, he acknowledges I respect that, that dude. Close, I respect that. <laughs> two hours for the whole series? That is insane. That, that would... You would cut out so much. Oh, my goodness. They're it, in Rivendell in, like, the first five minutes of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, um, Spencer, have you... Uh, you're the guest here. Yeah. You've been talking about this. Have you played, like, Lego games? Oh yeah, yeah. And so, like, when you're when you're traveling, you know, at least in this in this Lego game, you know, you're going place to place. It's like mm-hmm. you you're in um, Rohan, you know. Yeah. And it's like a it's like a two minute horse ride, and you're in Minas yeah. Tirith. Yeah, yeah. It, that's like what that would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's just a shrinking of everything. No, it it would be like taking all the the like cut scenes from the Lego movie like the, the lego <laughs> yeah. lord of the rings video game taking all those cutscenes, putting them together and that would be the whole yes. movie like it, yeah it, i would watch that though that that I would be would, funny I think, it would sure be really a, funny yeah I'll, i'm Honestly. gonna link it because there's sure for sure for sure sure, sure video someone's there's for sure youtube someone has that, had so, probably yeah 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 but that that that's yeah not bad <laughs> i i take it this guy is someone who like never read the books didn't know like anything about the series till the movies came out. I was like, yeah, I'll go watch it, see what it's about. Expect it to be like this, you know, just a fun movie. And then got really bored by the length. Yeah, probably. Like, you know what, dude? I respect that. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he like, sounds like especially he's a part like, of, like for the series. Like, there needs to be a lot of build up. Yeah. Yeah. Because if, of the mm-hmm. length of the series and the length of the books, like, you need that that time of. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it to no, him. Uh, parts of this movie is kind of boring, but it it's necessary to build up but like, the story that is to come. His response makes me think that he was like, 
a frat dude in like college you know he's like uh and probably <laughs> probably honestly like that's the that's what the response gives off is like man do you know what you're you're looking at it's like what? yeah <laughs> i it, it, he yeah he just doesn't understand how how the the movie is supposed to work is like you, there's supposed to be a certain suspense of oh is the ring going to be destroyed or not you know are, who who's going to go take the ring to mortar like that's the whole suspense of the first movie is like okay are they going to be able to get the ring from the Shire to Rivendell? No. <laughs> and so, like, that's the whole suspense of the first movie is just, mm-hmm. are, are they going to make it? And then they yeah. finally make it to Rivendell, and then the, the, then who's going to take the ring they, the rest of the way? They you know, who's Because they have to... It's like, the moment they get there, you kind of think it's done, but there is a rivalry between yeah. Boromir and Aragorn. As soon as that, like they they start talking about the ring, yeah, and it's like, okay, so something's gonna happen. You know, yeah, like, there, they, there's something that's gonna happen with this ring. It's not just gonna stay in Rivendell. So it's like, okay, well, what are they gonna do with it? How are they, you know, are they gonna destroy it? They can't destroy it because you see Gimli break his axe on the ring, you know, mm-hmm. and so then like, okay, who's gonna take it to Mordor to destroy it? Because that's the only way to, to yeah. do it. They, they pose the all these questions. Yeah. yeah. The amount of information that is revealed in that scene is crazy. Because Boromir wants it. Legolas steps up, tells him to back off, says, your king is here. And he's like, what? Yeah. Well, and that's that's actually, that's he doesn't, that's the one thing that I don't necessarily like about the movies yeah. is that Aragorn does not actually accept his position as true king yeah. of men, of Gondor in the movies he's kind of like oh i i don't want to be king you know yeah. but in the books he's very up forward about it of like my time has not yet come but i will mm-hmm. i will be king you know yeah yeah so that 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 does change a little bit in the movie there well and so i yeah. I, I that is one thing it's like but you still see aragorn stepping up yeah. to boromir that- and saying no you you're not going to be able to wield the ring you know mm-hmm. you, you think about you know, my grandfather, uh, Isildur, he, yeah. he fell to the ring. It, it's, it's not something that men can wield. And so who is going to be able to take it? Gollum. <laughs> <laughs> He'll tell you can. <laughs> yeah. And you can't use it against the Dark Lord because the Dark Lord is in it. So it's, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this movie has so much to set up. <laughs> how could you? How could you even have two movies after this if you didn't spend the necessary time in dialogue building yeah. up everything? Yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of dialogue in the Fellowship of the Ring in the book of the in the book of this movie. The book of this movie in the book. In the, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of dialogue. There, there's a ton of dialogue. And it's all to build up to the the, yeah. the ultimate end of the story, which is mm-hmm. why people that come and just watch one movie, they're kind of confused. They're like, uh, is that it? You know? And then you have to go and watch the other one. So that's yeah. why the only way to really watch it and actually thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy it is if you watch it back to back. Because then you can <laughs> actually remember, oh, he said this back then. They're not going to come back. They're, it's like It's like watching... Um, Inse- not Inception. Uh, what's the Interstellar. Interstellar. Yeah, the, you have to bring yourself back to certain places in the movies to in your mind mm-hmm. to remember mm-hmm. what they said earlier, 
to to bring yourself to understanding the story. Yeah. Yeah. And it's this it's the same thing with the three movies. It's they're yeah. not gonna spend the time to take you back in the movie to where they said the last thing. It, it's some movies do yeah. it. It usually doesn't work. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't work. It, it, or it just takes up way too much time. Yeah. And so the movie actually doesn't have a full story because it's just a very short story with a bunch of callbacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a movie that came out last year, uh, Bullet Train, that, oh. did, that did that. It <laughs> yeah. Didn't do it with dialogue, but it did it with no. the the footage, the shots. Yeah. yeah. And it replayed some shots like four times. I'm like, okay, I get it. Yeah. I know where that yeah. knife came from. Stop showing me that. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. It's like um reading like Isaiah, the the book in the Bible. And there's like parts of it where it's like ten chapters, that's one continuous like prophecy. So if you read just like chapter five, it's actually like it's in the middle of a it's prophecy. It's in the middle yeah. of... I'm not saying chapter 5 is, but... Anyway. Hypothetically. Yeah, hypothetically, hypothetically chapter yeah. 5 is like one, like one tenth of this one prophecy. And so it might not make sense. It's like mm-hmm. you got to read like the whole thing. And that's why like doing like long read-throughs can be helpful. Cause oh, yeah. Because you're seeing yeah. the whole yeah. scope. And Context that's, is important. That's kind of how biblical authors write, too. Is is they They are expecting you to know the full story. And so when you're actually reading through the story of the Bible, which isn't, it's a historical story, you know, you're reading through it, it gets a callback of like, you know, each character like David, David is from the tribe of Judah, you know, and you have to go back to to the the prophecy in Genesis where it was the the lion of Judah, you know, is going to come and to, to, to be the serpent crusher, which is even further back in the story of Genesis Three, when they they actually fall, and then there's a promise of the serpent crusher, mm-hmm. which is what the whole story of gen of of the Jews are. Is they're just like okay, you know, there's they're going to come from the tribe of Judah. They they've established that in Genesis, and so they keep looking at the tribe of Judah, be like, okay, this now? guy's from the tribe of Judah. Is he the serpent crusher? It? Is he is he <laughs> gonna is he gonna save us? You know. And so nope. that, that you have to keep that in mind while you're reading through the whole story is like, oh, okay, what are they looking for? They're mm-hmm. looking for salvation. They're looking for the serpent crusher. And so if you're looking at the, the, the Lord of the Rings, you know, you're looking back of like, okay, well, how are they going to destroy the ring? You know? Oh, yeah. I remember that conversation they had in Rivendell. Yeah. 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 And to, to, make sense of motivations it's important to have that build up like all of the interactions between sam and frodo in the beginning versus when sam is basically drowning to go with frodo yeah yeah at the very end where where he he was told by gandalf and they kind of bring that back is yeah but but that's part of the story is that he was told by gandalf don't leave him yeah. Don't leave Frodo. Well, it, you know. yeah. It's not it's not even I mean it is a callback, but it's not really. It's something that no. is that Samwise consciously not only, he not only does he tell Frodo this, he tells himself this for motivation. Yeah. He's like this is why I am with you. This is why we are doing this. Yeah. You are moving so I am moving. Yeah. It's 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 Where to, you it's go, all part I'll of the go. Where <laughs> you stay, I'll stay. <laughs> 
So I, I can understand why somebody watching it, you know, from a layman perspective would just be from like a lamb boy perspective. <laughs> a lamb boy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And being like, you know, like, oh, this, this is boring. You know, I have to remember all these things. Yeah. Like, I just want to watch a good movie, you know. And, and for those people, just go watch Top Gun Maverick, you know. Yeah. Just, just watch a fun movie. Mm-hmm. If you're really that bored, watch Bullet Train. You know, and I wouldn't recommend watching. That I actually. fell asleep. At it. <laughs> <laughs> you fell asleep at Bullet yeah, Train. Yeah, we were at wow. the theater. He fell asleep halfway through. It was spectacular. Wow, these one star reviews are atrocious. Yeah. Reading uh, these, <laughs> terrible. I tend to fall asleep in movies, Spencer. It's like a common theme. Dang. Okay. Yep. Yes. Yep. That's interesting. All right, uh, Alex, real quick. Read us some one-star reviews. Oh, yeah. goodness. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to comment. Just like read just them. Read them. Yeah, <laughs> just take a few shots. This one is titled Dire. <laughs> what? <laughs> dire. Dire. Yeah. It says the film, this film is long. It goes on and on and on. And just when you think it's finished, it goes on a bit more. Then when, you fi- then when it finally does finish, it just stops. Rubbish. Lovely scenery. Fight scenes are quite good. And that's it. I've never fallen Rubbish. asleep at the cinema before, but I did today. And it was a blessed relief at that. For me, the film was only six hours long as I was asleep for the middle two. <laughs> what? <laughs> he was watching. So in, in the theater, he watched it at the theaters when they played all three. So this was after they came out. So this oh. was, yeah, this is a rerun. Yeah. Where they're, expl- they're playing. Yeah. They're probably the extended editions at that point. Yeah. He's like, avoid this film at all costs. Even more, avoid the kind of dullard lunatics who will say this is fantastic. And you must read the books. Don't read the books. They are worse. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Stay wow. at home, rent a proper movie, watch it twice, make some tea, watch it again, and you will still have used up less of the short life by watching this terrible tea. Make some tea. Wow. I can this- tell just based off of the way that this guy is typing that he's British. That's wow. Oh, this my guy was not willing to take any prisoners. Oh my goodness. It's like they're all dying. <laughs> this one, this one's called painful. 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 I can't believe how many people love this movie. I've never been closer to walking out of a movie before. It was slow at the beginning and I kept waiting for it to get exciting or at least interesting, but was left wishing I could have the three hours of my life back. Some of the scenery was breathtaking, but it was obvious that most of it was done using a blue screen. What? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> It's friggin' New Zealand. It's it New is New Zealand. Zealand. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean with oh, a blue wow. screen? Oh, here we go. The, the only time they the use a blue screen is... Oh my goodness. The this only is, time they use a blue screen is indoors. Yeah. He's like, I often found myself laughing out loud at how truly dreadful it was. The movie drags on forever. The, impl- the entire plot could have been adequately explained in about half the time. My friend who saw the movie with me left for 45 minutes about an hour into the movie. In talking to him afterwards, I realized he hadn't missed anything of importance from being gone that long. Probably the worst thing about the movie was the ending. It's like the director just arbitrarily took a knife to the reel and said, okay, that's a wrap for the le- for the first movie. I knew going in was, this was only the first part of the trilogy, but surely they could have come up with a better ending than they did. I can't even say it was anticlimactic because there was nothing exciting leading up to it. Maybe I expected too much from the movie after seeing all the positive reviews but it fell well short of my expectations in a very conce- in every conceivable way. Okay, so there was nothing. Okay, the ending of that movie of the first movie, Boromir dies. Bro, there is a massive like fight scene that's going on. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the whole not boring at all. It's very Boromir and, and Boromir Frodo. and Frodo, yeah. 
yeah. and all of that. I, I kind of get what he's saying because like the I, the the Fellowship of the Ring is told a lot more episodically than the other two because you have like the uh, you have the Shire that's sort of like its own episode. You yeah. have meeting with Aragorn and then going to the Rivendell. That's kind of its own story. Yeah. You have the Mines of Maria and then you have wherever they are on on the river. Yeah. And so I, that's. I kind of get what he's saying because, like, it's told in like four long short films, almost. Yeah, I, I and I under, yeah, I totally understand. Like, I, coming from a perspective of only watching the first movie and not knowing that there's going to be two more coming out, it doesn't make any yeah. sense. Like, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. make any sense. You're just like, what? That that that's it? That's yeah. the end of the movie? You know, there's nothing else. Especially if, like, it sounds like this guy hasn't read the book. Yeah, and that he's only watched the first movie, like, and he doesn't actually—he's not invested into any of the characters. Yeah, so I guess the Fellowship of the Ring doesn't really have like a three-act structure. It has like four three-act structures. Yeah, that yeah. go back to back. Yeah. So uh, I kind of get what he's saying, but like, at the at the same, but like, time, just you got to watch the rest. It's of not it. for the right reason, exactly. <laughs> if this was a standalone movie and it ended the way it did, it would suck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, but well, it's stupid. not because it ends on suspense and not knowing are they going to make it? Yeah. yeah. And, it's like, and that's why they, they did the whole thing. They filmed it all at once and then they just like, okay, let's split it up here, here, and here. It's because they wanted to have an ending, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. so that, that that wouldn't happen where they just released the first movie and then they ran yeah. out of money. And so it's like, oh, well, dang it. Yeah. You know? Man. Okay. <laughs> last, no more movies. last one. This one was in 2006, so this is after at least the second movie, maybe the third. Yeah. Um, and it starts off with a bunch of Zs, so he's imitating snoring. Yeah. He says, I barely sat through this movie once, but when I had to watch it a second time, I simply fell asleep. This movie was a combination of bad acting and bad writing. It's nowhere near as good as some people say. I don't care how many words it got. It was such a waste of time. I mean, come on. Elijah Wood can't, Elijah Wood can't act to save his life. That one guy that played Sam was a good actor in the other stuff that I saw him in, but he was terrible in this. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, though, and assume it was the writing. <laughs> I mean, I can't get past the cheesiness of Star Wars because I love both the original and the new trilogies, but Lord of the Rings is ridiculous. I know this Wait, is... Okay, hold on. This is the, guy's exactly... ta- the guy's talking about writing, and then he says he likes the new trilogy. Which I'm guessing is the prequels. Like, dude, do you understand how bad the writing is in the prequels? <laughs> <laughs> he says, I know this is just my opinion, but I mean you're insane if you honestly think this movie deserved awards. Oh, my goodness. And this is exactly what I was talking about earlier of, like, commenting on Elijah Wood's acting. I called it out. I called it out. Okay, it, it, he has an inner monologue. You have to pay attention to that. Oh you can't you can't just judge his acting on on the fact that you know oh wow. he, he's not saying anything but it's on his face he's, this is bad acting it's like no you, you just don't understand mm-hmm. if you read the books you would understand more he's well, not wearing his emotions to... on his sleeves yeah yeah that's bad acting because people don't <laughs> yeah. but, no people like, come in depressed to work and they show up with somewhat of a smile mm-hmm. you know yeah called the acting everybody yeah. has a facade this person also has the other movies at their disposal yeah exactly and he's like i barely sat through this one once but when i had to watch it a second time what about the other ones yeah <laughs> did, did you watch the other ones and why is he yeah. just watching this movie twice <laughs> you know if he hates it so yeah. much you know yeah, I don't know. That, yeah that's another maybe thing. maybe they were like trying to 
re like cap themselves because the other ones were like he was getting ready to watch the other ones maybe but with 2006 that's like second one's at least out maybe the third one is being promoted so maybe the, the third one yeah. was maybe all maybe third all third three of them okay so all three of them are out oh yeah return of the king came out in 2003 oh three yeah. oh, oh yeah okay so yeah so the movies are the movies are out yeah they've been out they've been out for a long time <laughs> and twin uh, two times <laughs> <laughs> Twin Towers. Two Towers came out in 2002. So, all right, let's wrap it up. Next week, you'll never guess what we're talking about. I think wow. we should leave it as a cliffhanger. Yep, yeah, coming out on Tuesday. Tuesday. See, really, what we're doing is reviewing reviews. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. 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 Honestly, speaking of the time, 